Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we are going to visit with our guests from the Mid-Minnesota Women's Center and the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center. With us today, Vicki Floor, who is the Programs Manager, and Nicole Mason, the Lead Visitation Supervisor at the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center. Ladies, welcome to Community Focus. Thanks. Good morning. Morning. Or afternoon, whichever. (laughs) Wherever we are in the day. That's right. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Nice to see you again as we visit on a a little platform here that allows us to see you. But, uh, um, Vicki, maybe we'll start with you. Uh, uh, For our listeners, remind them what you do at the Mid Minnesota Women's Center and the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center. Yeah. So, um, Mid Minnesota Women's Center has two facilities and one is our domestic violence 24-hour domestic violence shelter where we provide services to men women and children and their pets who are in uh, domestic abuse situations and then our safety center which is called alex and brandon child safety center there we do supervised visits and safe exchanges um, that are either court ordered or they don't have to be court ordered so we have some that are not Mm -hmm. so yeah we keep busy I imagine you do. And, of course, uh, it's been a whole different world even for you with uh, COVID. Uh, tell us how that's coming along now. Are, are you able to have volunteers and so on back in the facility again? Well, thanks for asking, Ken. So um, right now we're doing volunteers case by case where we can keep our volunteers safe as well as our staff and our residents. Um, and so some of our volunteering things are like stuff outside, um, you know, those kind of things are something that they can take home and do for us and just drop off. And then we're scheduled to kind of revisit or review um, like our volunteers um, on the 1st of May to kind of see what that looks like then um, versus what it looks like, you know, COVID time. So we're hoping that May 1st we can, you know, let everybody back in, but we'll see. Yeah. It's hard to say. Yeah. In the meantime, of course, you are a nonprofit, so you rely on uh, donations, uh, both monetary and in-kind, from what I understand. Correct. And we are, um, we did um, lift our donations. And so um, we are accepting donations now. Um, you know, for a while it was, we're really trying hard to follow the CDC recommendations and the, you know, the Minnesota Health Department recommendations. So we are taking donations now and we have opened our um, support groups. Um, and so those are the two things that we have started up again. And Vicki, what, what kind of things do you need donated? What are we talking about? Um, like Ken said, anywhere from monetary to, you know, clothes, men's clothes, kids' clothes, women's clothes, um, bedding, um, pretty much any. I mean, most of the people who come to us when they leave us, um, they are essentially starting over. And so they don't really have anything. Okay. And so it's really pretty much anything. Toiletries um, and that kind of thing. Just, yeah. Okay. Right. And so it's it's really just a large variety of things. <clears throat> the only things that we don't take are like the large old um, tube televisions because those actually cost us money to get rid of. Sure. And then um, we also don't take like car seats or breast pumps. Um, and those are just you know, standard guidelines for everybody, really. Mm-hmm. Um, those are two, not, not, like, things that are used that people, um, because you don't know if a car seat's been in a car accident and right. the breast pump is, you know, body fluids and stuff. So Sure. 
Sure. But yeah, otherwise we're always looking, and we're looking too for like pet food, because um, like I said, we do provide services to pets as well, and so you know toys or collars, those kind of things too. So. Yeah, and of course you do serve a very large geographic area, don't you? We do. So um, funding-wise, we're Region 5, which is Cass, Crow Wing, Todd, Morrison, and Wadena. Um, but mm. geographically, we don't have any boundaries. So we really provide services to, you know, the entire world, really. Um, <laughs> if somebody called from, you know, if another shelter called from, you know, Iowa, um, we're going to see if they've connected with people in Iowa. And if they haven't, We'll try and connect them, and then if there isn't a place, um, we would not turn them away. So, so yeah, it's 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 a large, large area. Yeah, and I'm guessing too, Vicky. With and correct me if I'm wrong, but this past year, it sounds like domestic abuse cases were on the rise because of the stress level and people stuck at home with possibly their abuser. And did you see a rise in numbers that coincided with that? We did, unfortunately. You know, I, I wish that we could say that we didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely had more walk-ins, um, you know, who just kind of showed up at our door, um, as well as people who have called mm-hmm. and just services in general, um, including men. Um, those have been on the rise as well, because obviously we know that, you know, men are not the only abusers women can be abusive as well. Right. And so we it's just it's it's been unfortunate that we are you know seeing that rise. I think we're probably one of the few jobs that you know I wish I didn't have a job because that would mean that this stuff had ended. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately I do have a job and I'm grateful for it and you know I'm glad that we're able to be in our community to help the people that need it in our community. Absolutely. Fortunate that you guys are here. Yeah, we're, we're, we actually, we're lucky in our community. We have an amazing, you know, group that surrounds Region 5. Um, I think all the businesses and just the community members, you know, everybody's kind of on the same page of we want a safe and healthy, you know, atmosphere for us to live in. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're all lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, before we started, Vicki, you mentioned that uh, May uh, offers a special observance that uh, ties in with the Alex and Brandy Child Safety Center. Yeah. So I'm going to let Nicole. <laughs> so at the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center, we believe children deserve to have a healthy relationship with their parents. The safety center is named after four- and five-year-old brothers who attended our children's support group before their father murdered them during an unsupervised visit in 1996. Um, The Safety Center was established in 2000 in Brainerd, Minnesota. Our mission is to keep families safe from domestic violence while providing a family-friendly environment for parenting time. A court order is not required required to use the services of the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center, and we are open 365 days a year to ensure families are still able to spend the holidays and special occasions together. And then um, May is Supervised Visitation Awareness Month. Okay. So when there are concerns for a child's safety or well-being, supervised visitation ensures that a child is able to maintain contact with a parent in a safe, conflict-free family environment. This also allows children to be children and not be in the middle of adult conflicts. It is important to raise awareness in all communities that children and families in these high-risk situations need professional supervised visitation services. 
Um, and then in, 2000, in 2020, we provided 1,860 individuals, including 564 children. What? With, Are you serious? Yeah. yeah All those numbers are shocking. Okay. Yeah. So in 2020, we provided 1,860 individuals, including 564 children, Oof. with supervised visitation and safe exchange services. This is a 27% increase from 2019. Mm. And since COVID-19 has started, we have seen a huge increase in referrals and visitation. So I assume uh. that it's going to be even more increased. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So paint us a picture of what happens when folks are using your services for when you say a supervised exchange or a safe exchange. What does that look like at the center? Um, so... Um, so we have like one family will come in one door, the other the other part of the family will come in a separate door. They don't ever see each other. Um, and so it's very, um, staff do the exchange of the child. So they walk the child from one parent oh, to another. Okay. Um, so that there is no interaction between the adults. We don't ever want, <clears throat> um, you know, even the smallest of things, which could be an eye roll or, you know, tossing a bag on the ground or, you know, just the littlest of things can really set precedence of how that visit's going to go or that exchange. Right. So in order to make sure that nothing um, does happen, then staff do that. And then our um, parent, one of the parents will wait 15 minutes for the other parent to leave. So <clears throat> we just try to make sure that we have all the safety precautions that we need to, um, you know, in place. Yeah. And, you know, we look at the child and think probably this is a good thing for the child, but it's probably a good thing for the parents as well. They, you know, I'm guessing there are some that are extremely appreciative of that kind of a service. Absolutely. It takes um, the stress out for them, mm-hmm. uh, knowing that they have to exchange the child, um, but are uncomfortable, you know, maybe seeing that person face to face or, you know, the anxiety of what's going to be said or what's going to happen. Right. It's really taken away from that. So. It's good. We're we're lucky. We're lucky. Our community is really lucky that we have, you know, the capabilities of doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in our community for our community. Yeah. So yeah. we're we're grateful. Now, are you doing any special observation during the month of May then or anything that's going on there? So, um so the supervised visitation awareness month is the color orange. Um so for domestic violence, it's purple. In October, but for May, it is the color orange, and so from May 10th to the fifth to the 14th, um, we'll wear orange. Or if you say can or test, if you guys put on an orange shirt and want to stop by the safety center and get your picture taken for us to post on our social media, just that you you know are in support of you know supervised visitation and that kind of thing, we would love to have your pictures taken. Um, and so yeah, orange is. We'll be wearing orange that week just for, you know, observing that it's that it's that month. Sure. And then we also have the county fairs that are coming up. And so we're um, scheduled to be at all of the county fairs in Region 5. And so we'll have information, you know, at the, the fairs about the visitation and about the domestic violence awareness. Right. And, and Nicole, do you have any specific needs at the visitation center that folks can contribute to? 
um, like gas cards or even um, like the what is this called? Yeah, they're the dial a ride the, tokens. Yeah, the dial a ride tokens. Um, sometimes the parents have you know difficulties getting here um, for visits, so those are very they come in handy. Yeah. Um, we're always looking for like new toys or new games, movies, yeah. um, snacks. Kind of a little bit of everything. Also, kids' clothes. We try to make sure that we have like our donation closet stocked here with all of that stuff, so families can help themselves to that. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Now, uh, Vicky, did you say earlier that you have some organizations that are putting together some fun drives for you right now? So we do. We have the the Nisswa Lions Club. Um, on May 3rd is doing a diaper drive for us at the Pickle um, from 4 to 7.30. Um, and so they're taking wipes and um, as well as diapers. And then the donated uh, the donated items will be given to us and to the Lakes Area Pregnancy Support Center. So we're super excited about that. Um, Diapers are one of those things that are super expensive, oh, but you have to have them. Yes, I know. You know, people got to have them. And so that's always a nice um, little fundraiser that they do for us. And then the Cross Lake Lions is also um, doing, they're just collecting through the month of April. And so um, that's also exciting for us. And then the. Um, Where can we make donations? Over- Where can we make donations for that one? That one is at the Cross Lake Lions building. Okay. And then if you go on their website, they have like eight different drop-off donation sites that you can drop throughout the community. Okay, and that's a diaper okay. drive just through the end of this month. Correct. Got it. Okay. And then um, Junior's number 19 barbecue um, and the Ugly Cheese Factory is presenting a decade of decadent barbecue. So for their 10-year anniversary... They're doing a $10 plate on June 3rd from 11 to 7.30. Um, and they can pre-order, take out, drive through, or the dine-in or curbside. And then 50% of those pre- proceeds will be coming to the Mid-Minnesota Women's Center. From the sale of those $10 plates. Yeah. Cool. Fantastic. So we're really excited about that. Um we're really excited about that. We think that's great that they're, you know, doing their 10-year anniversary and that we are getting, yeah. you know, 50%. That's huge. So it is. we hope that people come out on, uh, you know, June 3rd from 11 to 730. And you'll probably see a few of us that are going to volunteer uh, to wait and to dishwash or do whatever we can to help out with them. So Fantastic. we're excited. It'll be fun. And where is that specifically being held, did you say? So that is being held at the um, Brick House. Well, it's called the Brick House Pizza. So everybody's kind of in the, you know, the changeover of names and stuff like that. But it's 302 Washington Street, which is the old Brick House gotcha. Pizza. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, that's a great fundraiser. Yeah, so we're excited. Well, it's nice to see so many uh, organizations supporting uh, your organization, and that's a wonderful thing, too. And in the meantime, uh, as you mentioned, uh, talking about those diapers, we talked about in-kind donations. Boy, people can drop those off anytime, I bet. Yes, they can. Yep. Um, They can just come to 1414 Maple Street, which is where we're located. 
um, there's a black buzzer and they just have to let us know, you know, they're going to be asked some questions, but to make sure that everybody's safe. So definitely can. And our um, telephone number is 218-828-1216. And the Child Safety Center number is 218-828-0022. Excellent. All right. And do you guys have website and Facebook presence? Yes. And will these events all be posted on Facebook? They are, yes. Okay. Excellent. Great. All right. Well, ladies, thank you so much for spending some time with us today to keep us up to date on what's happening uh, at the Mid-Minnesota Women's Center and the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing a lot of people wearing orange. Uh, yes, and thank you guys for everything that you do. You know, a lot of a lot of this stuff we couldn't get out there if it wasn't for, you know, you and Tess. So we appreciate you guys. So thank you. It's our pleasure. And thank you guys for what you're doing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, have an amazing afternoon. Okay, you, too. you do the same. Thank you. Thanks, ladies. Bye. Bye. Our guests today, Vic, uh, Vicki Floor is the programs manager at the Mid-Minnesota Women's Center and the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center. Nicole Mason is the lead visitation supervisor at the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. And we remind you that our Community Focus programs can be listened to anytime on our website. Just go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.